You're listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast, episode number one. Welcome to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast, the podcast for your business that breaks it down like nobody's business. And now your host, Amy Porterfield. Hey there, I'm Amy Porterfield, and welcome to the very first podcast episode of Online Marketing Made Easy. A big thank you to all of you who have been encouraging me to get this podcast off the ground. It's been a huge work in progress. Anyone who has a podcast already knows that it's no easy task to get a podcast up and running. So thank you for taking the time to listen. Now, as you already might know, for the past few years, I've been focused on Facebook marketing. I co-authored the book, Facebook Marketing All-in-One for Dummies, and I've created quite a few online marketing training programs with an emphasis on Facebook marketing strategies. And although it's obvious I am a big fan of Facebook marketing, I've also found great success in other social media platforms and online marketing strategies outside of social media marketing. So this podcast is going to go broader than just Facebook marketing and touch on the most important strategies when it comes to marketing a business online. And today's focus is list building with social media. Let's go ahead and dive in. Now, here's what we're talking about today. When it comes to using social media as a list building tool, you've got to look at it in two different ways, indirect and direct. Now, the surefire way to make list building on social media sites extremely easy and practically on autopilot is to make sure that you focus on both. So the indirect would be community building, engagement, getting to know your audience, listening, and the direct will be that gotta have it offer where you're putting out links and driving traffic to a webpage where people can opt in for whatever offer it is that you've created. Both indirect and direct are extremely important in order to fill your list with quality people that are interested in what you're all about. Now in this session, we'll also talk about the best types of opt-in offers that work really well on social media sites. And I'll give you specific list building strategies for Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Pinterest. Now, before we get into some of the how-to when it comes to building your list with social media sites, let's talk about that list. An email list are not just a bunch of names and emails. You really have to look at them as your community, as people that are truly interested in the knowledge that you're giving them, and you've got to treat that list like gold. Email lists allow you to stay top of mind with your audience because At any given time, some of your audience might be on social media sites, some might not, but with email, people get to open up those emails on their own time. So they're not missing a bunch of your messages on social media. So I truly believe that you do need to be active on social media, but you also need to have a really strategic plan with email marketing. Now, when you do have an email list, you get to learn more about your community and find out what they need and what they want. And from their feedback, you can learn how best to deliver it. I could go on and on about the power of an email list, but if you're listening now, you likely already know it's a must for anyone doing business today. Now, when we're talking about list building, we've got to back up a little bit and talk about email marketing, because once you have the list, obviously you're gonna start marketing via email. Now, remember the days of AOL and those three little words, you've got mail? I used to love those three little words. I was in college in Santa Barbara when I got my first AOL account and I got so excited every time I opened up my email. I loved getting mail. 
These days, it's a little bit of a different story. If you're anything like me, you're extremely busy and getting more email is not necessarily at the top of your gotta have it list. Now, we often dread opening up our inboxes because we know that a flood of new emails will come rushing in, adding even more stress to our day. And although there are a bunch of those emails that might stress us out, there are a few emails that come in on a regular basis from people that we highly trust. We really like to get their emails, and I call these the worth it emails, the emails that are worth opening at any time of the day when I get them. Now, why are these emails usually worth opening? Well, they tend to always have content that is really good, never disappoints, and they tend to either entertain, educate, or empower. Three words I live by anytime I create content. So if something's going to entertain you, educate you, or empower you, you tend to keep going back for more. And also the emails that I always open up from other people outside of my niche or inside my niche are from senders that I really want to connect with or that I have connected with in the past. So maybe it's somebody I haven't met yet, but I want to partner with, or I'm really looking forward to meeting somebody at the next online marketing event, whatever it might be. We usually open emails from people that we really want to connect with in the real world as well. So when you think of these three things, the content's always good, they either educate, entertain, or empower, and they're from senders that we want to connect with, well, you've got to think, how can I be that person that's sending emails that are worth opening? So really look at your content, look at how you're delivering the content, make sure it's what your audience wants, and be that go-to source, that authority in your field, so people are excited and they actually want to meet you in the outside world, they're more apt to open your emails when they see them in their inbox. Now, if you want to grow a list of quality raving fans that cannot wait to open your emails when they see you in their inbox, it starts with the content. So when it comes to content, here's what you want to ask yourself. What are my audience's pain points? What are they struggling with? What keeps them up at night? And how can I best deliver the solutions they need? So how can you become that go-to source for your audience? And what resources do I need to create the content? Because here's the deal. You might not be the best person to churn out that content, to write those emails, to write the blog post. You might be running the business, but there might be somebody else that would be better at writing the content. So figure out what resources do you need to make sure that you're producing quality content on a consistent basis. And then I want you to ask yourself, what are the top three ways I'm going to promote it? So it's one thing to create the content, but then you've got to market it. You've got to promote it. And if we're talking about opt-in opportunity content, meaning content you create to get the name and email, well, then you really have have to have a strategy to market that because it's one thing to create the content, but it's just going to sit there if we don't figure out how to market. And in this session here, I'm going to show you ways to market your content on social media sites so that you can drive people to opt in to your list building opportunities. So speaking of content, let's talk about the content that you're going to create for your opt-in opportunity, because before you start marketing on social media sites to collect names and emails, we've got to have a really good opt-in opportunity that your audience cannot resist giving you their name and email in order to get this free content. So the most successful, valuable giveaway offers on social media sites, or quite honestly, across all online marketing are those offers that are made up of premium content. Now, once you figure out what your audience needs, then you need to create premium content in the form of a valuable giveaway offer. Now, premium content is very different than just content. Here's what premium content is not. 
It's not an ebook that's thrown together with three of your blog posts that you did a few years ago, or it's not a video training that you created in 10 minutes, you threw on the flip cam, the lighting's kind of bad, the camera's kind of shaky, but the content's really good. You just did it off the cuff. Off the cuff doesn't usually work for most of us. It works for a few people and it's rare. So I wouldn't do things on the fly in a hurry. And even though you think the content's good, the delivery is a little weak because here's the deal. Anything that you just throw together quickly should not be your premium content offer giveaway. Here's why this does not work. The content you give away when someone first opts in to your list is that first impression. It's like the first date. Think of it this way. You're going on a first date with the hottest girl or the hottest guy in school, and there's a lot of competition. So if you don't show up your best, you're not going to get a second chance. And that's exactly how it works with premium content. If you put your best stuff out there and people opt in and it's their first impression of you, they're going to say, I can't believe this was free. I can't believe it's this good and I didn't pay a dime for it. I wonder what else he or she has out there. So if you go to this with premium content, create your best content as the offer giveaway and use that on all your social media sites to collect names and emails, I can promise you that you will build a list of quality, quality names and emails, people that really genuinely are interested in what you have to say and what you have to sell. So if you start with the premium content, you're well on your way to growing a quality email list. Now, here are some of the most popular giveaways that you can use as premium content for your giveaway offer. Training programs, three-part video series, eBooks that are not a bunch of content thrown together at the last minute, and then cheat sheets, guides, and free chapters. These are what I call the PDF goodies. So people don't have a lot of time to read, you know, 600 page eBooks and watch hour long videos. So what you want to do is deliver content that they can consume quickly, but really get a lot of value from. So that's why I love the three part video series. Not only do you get to create three different pieces of content, but you get to go into their email three or four different times as you're delivering this free video series that they've signed up for. So I love the multiple touch points of a three or four part video series. In an ebook, you can include a bunch of links to different opportunities that you have out there. You can drive them to more of your content. Ebooks are fantastic. I don't love calling them ebooks. I would call them a guide or some kind of training session. Think of a really creative name for them, but they do really well when they're not just thrown together with a mishmash of content that you've created in the past. Remember, we're talking premium content. Free chapters of your books do really well. I have a pop-up on my website where you can get a free chapter of my book and that converts probably better than most everything else I have out there as a list building opportunity. Crazy, right? But when you give away premium content, more and more people start to hear about it and your list will grow quickly. So building out the premium content, I want you to spend a good chunk of time, let's say a week or two to really detail out what you want to do with the content, how you're going to solve those pain points and what content is really going to make that huge impact where the first time someone reads it or watches it or whatever it might be, they think, holy cow, this is good stuff. I've got to have more that way. They're going to continue to open up your emails well beyond that first email with a free giveaway offer. 
Now, remember in the beginning, I told you there were two types of social media list building strategies, the indirect and direct. Well, let's talk about both of those. The indirect are different strategies that you use on social media sites to build relationships. Because if you don't build that relationship, you don't build that trust, they're not going to sign up for any great offer you have out there because they don't have that connection with you. So you've got to do some work in the indirect. So showing up daily as an authority in your niche, sharing your knowledge, letting your fans and followers go behind the scenes with you. So you're more than just a brand. I always tell the story where on Facebook, I once posted a question to my audience asking them, how the heck do I potty train my dog, Gus? He was brand new, brand new puppy at the time. He was peeing all over my house and I really needed help. I posted this on my Facebook page, not my profile, but my business page. And I got over a hundred comments of people that were more than happy to help me out with this crazy issue I was having with my dog. Now, when you let people go behind the scenes with you and you don't just talk about business all the time, you build a relationship, a genuine relationship where people start seeing you more than just a logo or a brand. So take back the curtains a little bit and get a little personal on your social media sites to build trust as well. Also answer questions, ask questions, create one-on-one conversations where you're using first names and talking to people individually, but this is public. So more and more people see you connect with others. That's just as important as talking to the masses connection with one-on-one people using first names on social media sites will truly help you build your email list. Because when you start marketing that gotta have it giveaway offer, more people will pay attention. Also encourage fans and followers to listen to your web show or podcast or read your latest blog. The goal here is to constantly be putting out great content that does not require an opt-in. There's no barrier to actually consume the information because you want to have a good mix of free content with no barrier. And then when you do come out with some content that there is a barrier, they do need to give you their name and email. They're more likely to do so because they've already experienced all your other great content in the form of your web show, podcast, blog post, whatever it might be. And also strategically placed calls to action in your post, like click like, or retweet this, or ask people to share it or ask for comments, asking for the engagement will skyrocket your engagement and get you out in front of more and more people on social media sites. There's been many studies that have been done that show if you ask for the like, you ask for the retweet, you ask for people to actually leave a comment, you're going to get more engagement. And just to sum up this indirect piece of list building on social media sites, the more engagement you get, the more trust you build, the more community that you engage with, the more people will be willing to give you their name and email when you start to promote your gotta have it giveaway offer. So remember that the indirect, the engagement building is extremely important to building your email list on social media sites. So make it a point every single day to connect with your social media audiences. Now, the second type of social media list building is the direct. So this is where you're actually going to be putting out status updates on Facebook and tweets with strong calls to action to sign up for your free giveaway offer. So for me, it's usually webinars. I do a lot of webinars every quarter. I do at least one or two webinars and it's a great list building opportunity for me. I give away great free content and then I usually promote my latest program product or service at the end of the webinar. So with me, I'll actually put out posts and videos that say, Hey, I'm doing a brand new webinar. It's free sign up here. 
So that would be considered a direct promotion of an opt-in opportunity. Also, I do video a lot as well. I'll create, let's say a two or three minute video. I'll tell people about my opt-in opportunity and I'll encourage them to click the link and sign up. I love video, short video as a way to get people to opt in to whatever offer you have to give away. Short video works fantastic on YouTube, of course, but also Facebook and Twitter, and you can even use it on Pinterest. So creating those short little videos, inviting people to sign up for your free giveaway offer is a great way to add a personal touch to any list building strategies on social media. And then I also use Facebook ads to drive traffic to my opt-in offers as well. So that's another direct strategy to list build on social media sites. So speaking of those specific strategies like Facebook ads and video marketing and all that good stuff, let's now dive into how to list build on social media sites. So let's start out with Facebook. My favorite list building strategy for Facebook are Facebook offers. Now, if you've ever tried Facebook offers, you know that they're pretty powerful when it comes to really connecting with your ideal audience on Facebook. For those of you that are not familiar with Facebook offers, they are a type of Facebook ad, but they're extremely easy to set up. So in the status update box, when you have 400 fans or more, now that might change, you might need less than 400 fans. So just go check your Facebook page, look in the status update box and see if it says offers as one of the options. When you click on offers, it will take you step-by-step to create a Facebook offer. Now, when you create a Facebook offer, you can create one for an online business or a local business, like a mom and pop shop. In the past, you could only create it for those local physical businesses, but they've changed it. So now you can create them for online businesses. So you can run an offer to get people to sign up for your webinar. You can run an offer to get people to sign up for a boot camp you're doing online or a summit, or you can even run an offer to get people to actually buy a product program or service. But I like using Facebook offers to get people to opt into a free giveaway offer like my webinars. So what will happen is you create a Facebook offer and then you actually post it on your page and then you pay to promote it. So you do have to pay to play. So you actually can run a promoted post or a page post ad. You can Google those to learn more, but basically they're type of inexpensive Facebook ads to get your offer out into the newsfeed. All offers, once you promote them, can get out into the newsfeed and they're seen by fans and friends of fans and non-fans. It depends on who you want to market to. So you could actually put out a Facebook offer and market to all the fans of your competitor's Facebook page. You would do that inside the ads dashboard, and it's a really great way to really target your ad to people that you know are your ideal audience. So targeting is a really important piece of the puzzle here, but here's what you'll do. You'll set up your offer. It gets out into the newsfeed. People see your offer. So let's say I'll give you an example. One of my good friends had an offer, a three-day virtual cleanse. So it was free. People would opt in. She'd send you details to do a virtual cleanse with her. And so you'd see the offer in your newsfeed. You'd click on it. And here's where it gets really good. You will then, if you click on her offer, you'll get an email in your personal email address. The email that you actually use to log into Facebook, that's the email Facebook will use to send you the offer. So it goes into my personal Gmail account. I see the offer, I open it, and inside that email is a link to sign up for the three-day virtual cleanse. I click on the link 
and I get taken to her website and I get taken directly to an opt-in page. So for about 30 bucks, she actually created the offer for her cleanse. It gets out into the newsfeed. People can click it. It goes into their inbox. It tells you where to go to opt into the cleanse. Now she's collecting names and emails through the Facebook offers. And of course she can upsell them after they do the three day cleanse because they're going to be happy campers that want to know how to do business with her even more. So as you can see, obviously collecting offers leads to profits. So Facebook offers, again, are one of my favorite ways to build an email list on Facebook. And they actually are seen by mobile users as well. Not all ads are seen by people on mobile devices, smartphones. Facebook offers are seen by people on mobile. And what they're finding is about 30% of people claiming offers are doing so via a smartphone. So that's just one extra reason why you want to use Facebook offers. Inside my show notes, I have a direct link to learn more about Facebook offers and some examples of Facebook offers to kind of get your creative juices flowing to find out how you might use Facebook offers for your business. So that's your Facebook list building strategy. Let's move on to YouTube. Now, when we're talking video marketing and specifically using YouTube to market your videos, what you want to think about is strategically leveraging your videos to drive traffic to your opt-in opportunities. Now, if people are watching your videos all the way through, they're likely interested in what you have to say, and you want to make sure you do not lose them after that video ends. I have a friend, Derek Helpern, and this guy, he's from socialtriggers.com. He is really, really good at strategically placing opt-in opportunities all over his website. And one thing that he did teach me is that if someone's going to read my entire blog post... He says, you've got to have an opt-in opportunity at the end because most people just skim a blog post, don't even get to the end. But those people that read from start to finish, those people are hot leads. They're truly interested in what you have to say. So always get them on your email list so you can continue the conversation with them. Same goes for video marketing as well. If someone's watching your video to the very end, you've got to tell them what to do next. So I'm going to give you three list building video tips. Two are extremely easy, but often overlooked, and one's a bit more advanced. Now, my good friend and YouTube expert, James Wedmore, he said it best in a recent post, and I quote, you'll quickly discover that you don't need millions of views to get results. It's all about the quality of your visitors, not the quantity. Your YouTube videos will build rapport with your viewers so that by the time they end up on your website, or in our case, on your opt-in page, they're primed, pumped, and ready to take action with you. In short, your conversion rates go up, end quote. It's perfectly said. We definitely want to focus on quality and not quantity, and we've got to move people to action so that when they're ready, when they're on our opt-in page, they're ready to give us their name and email. So your first easy to implement list building tip for YouTube is to make sure that you end each video with a call to action. Sounds easy, right? but it's so often overlooked. So no matter what type of content you're teaching in your video, you want to end your video by telling your viewers where they can go to get more great info from you. You can send them to your website or better yet, send them to a web page that's designed with a great opt-in opportunity. So you can say, hey, if you like this training today, I also have a free webinar all about XYZ, just go to www.whateveritmightbe.com and check it out. And then you send them somewhere where it says exactly what you just said, meaning you want to make sure there's a relationship or there's relevancy between what you promised in the video and where they're going. 
That way it will convert better. If there's any confusion, they're likely not going to give you their name and email. So whatever you promise in the video, tell them to go there. And when they go there, make sure you're referencing exactly what you just said. Then you'll have your opt-in opportunity right there. Also, the second tip, again, extremely easy, often overlooked, is to make sure you add a call to action and a hot link in the video description. So I would include it right at the beginning of the description. So something like to get even more great list building tips, go to amyporterfield.com forward slash list building. That's a fake URL, so don't go there. But my point being in the description, just right off the bat, before you say anything else, tell them what to do and give them a link where to go, preferably sending them to an opt-in opportunity. But then to take it one step further, you can actually talk a little bit more about the topic at hand and tell them what's in it for them. And then again, list the URL where you want them to go. Now you got it in there twice. It's a little extra work, adding a little extra copy, but it's definitely worth it. So spend some time on each of your video descriptions because it's directly below the video. People are going to see it and you want to tell them what to do next. So you're going to tell them what to do next in the video and what to do next in the video description. So two easy tips that are often overlooked, but easy to implement. Now let's move on to the more advanced list building YouTube tip. And that is to create a call to action overlay. Now, again, this one takes a bit of time and it's not extremely easy to set up, but if you're a little bit more advanced, you want to take it to the next level. Video overlays on YouTube are fantastic for list building and for driving traffic outside of YouTube. So an overlay is a simple banner ad that sits on the lower third of your video. You've likely seen them many times in other videos. And now that I'm talking about it, you're probably going to see them everywhere. It's funny how that works, right? So you get to decide on the copy of the banner ad, the thumbnail image, and the destination where you want your users to go. So this pops up in the video and it's clickable. So while your video's playing or when your video ends, they can click on that little banner ad and you can take them outside of Facebook. Now, this is extremely, extremely valuable when you want to actually get your YouTube viewers to take action and also sign up for your email list. So I encourage you to create the overlay and then of course send them to a great opt-in opportunity that they cannot live without and they've got to opt in to get it. It's a great strategy. I use it all the time and it really helps my opt-in conversions. So to find out how to do call to action overlays, now remember, it's not easy, so you gotta be patient with yourself, but it's definitely worth it. All you need to do is just Google YouTube call to action overlay, O-V-E-R-L-A-Y, and you'll find a lot of great tutorial videos. Look for the most recent, because the dashboard changes all the time when you're setting up these overlays. Look for the most recent tutorial. I've seen a few great ones when I was doing a search, so you're sure to find out how exactly how to do it just by doing a search. So there you have it, three tips to help you get more leads on YouTube. Now let's move on to Pinterest. Now, full disclosure, I do not use Pinterest as much as I use Facebook and Twitter. However, I recently heard a stat that probably will get me to pay much more attention to Pinterest. Recent data shows that Pinterest is driving more referral traffic than LinkedIn, Google Plus, and YouTube combined. The only other social media site that's driving more traffic than Pinterest is Facebook. So with Pinterest, there is some huge opportunity here that I think many of us have not really jumped on to explore. So I really want to encourage you to explore Pinterest, especially for building your email list. 
So think of Pinterest as your digital billboard. Now, Pinterest is full of browsers, and that's a great thing because even if they don't go to Pinterest to find out about your latest project, which likely they're not doing, they're on Pinterest, they're looking around, and if you put some focused effort to growing a presence on Pinterest, it can be a huge referral traffic source for you because as these browsers are clicking around Pinterest, they're going to come across some of your images. And the goal here is to make sure those images go directly to an opt-in. So the list building tip for Pinterest is to create images that are relevant to your giveaway offer and pin them on Pinterest. Now here's the important piece. Make sure to include the link to your opt-in page in the description field when pinning the image. So anytime you pin an image, you get to put in a little description. That's where you're going to make sure that you put the link directly to your opt-in opportunity. Now, if you need a resource to help you create really cool images, my good friend, Melanie Duncan, who's a Pinterest expert, got me turned on to pickmonkey.com. So that's P-I-C-M-O-N-K-E-Y.com. Pickmonkey.com is a really cool free tool that allows you to quickly create images that look fantastic. And you can use these images across all social media sites. But if you wanna create some cool images to use on Facebook and Twitter even, and of course, Pinterest, for your free offer giveaway, definitely check out pickmonkey.com. Now, one more tip for Pinterest. You can add a link to your opt-in page via your Pinterest profile. Now, unfortunately, it won't be a hot link, which is a bummer I know, but it's still important to add it to your profile because everyone these days knows how to copy and paste, and we just wanna drive attention to your opt-in page. Also, you have the opportunity to add your website to your profile. So you actually can add a URL to your opt-in page in your profile. And then there's a separate section where they ask you to add your website. Well, you don't have to add your website or go directly to your homepage. You could send them to an opt-in page. So that second link where they ask you to put in your website, it shows up as a little globe icon under your about section on your profile on Pinterest. Now, Again, you can add in an opt-in page URL and not necessarily just your website to your homepage. So now you have two places to promote your opt-in opportunity on Pinterest. Inside the show notes, I show you a picture of my own profile on Pinterest where I have my two different links, both going to a free webinar about Facebook marketing. So I took advantage of both of the sections on my profile on Pinterest and made sure I was driving traffic to an opt-in opportunity. So make sure to check out the show notes to see an example of just that. Okay, so now we're moving on to our final list building tip, and this one is for Twitter. Now, the best way to grow your email list via Twitter is to do exactly what I just told you to do with Pinterest, which is add the URL to your opt-in page to your Twitter profile slash bio. It's either called a profile or bio, it's the same thing. However, this time it's a little bit more powerful than the example I showed you on Pinterest because both of the URLs you can add are clickable, meaning they're hot links in the profile. So for an example, if you go to my Twitter account, twitter.com forward slash Amy Porterfield, you'll see that in the bio, I talk about getting access to a free webinar and I have a link to the opt-in page of the webinar. And then also I have a link directly to my website. So you can mix it up and have two different links, hot links in your Twitter profile. 
Now, what you want to do is make sure the links to your opt-ins actually look good, meaning they're not bit.ly's or tiny URLs where people aren't really sure where they're clicking to. Studies show that people are more likely to click on links in social media sites that actually tell you where you're taking them. So for example, I use amyporterfield.com forward slash webinar. It's a little bit longer, of course, than a bit.ly or a shortened link, but it tells people exactly where they're going. Now, I discovered this really cool plugin called Pretty Link, and this plugin allows you to create short links coming from your own domain. So unlike bit.ly and tinyurl, which it comes from their domain, you get to create pretty links that look like what I just told you, amyporterfield.com forward slash webinar. You're more likely to get the click when you use a plugin like pretty link to make the link look really good. Also, every time you use a pretty link, it actually tracks all the clicks. So you get metrics from it as well. Now, another benefit to having your URL to your opt-in listed in your bio on Twitter versus just adding the website where most people add a link to their website on Twitter. If you include a link to an opt-in in your bio, that's going to show up all around Twitter in related sites, meaning your bio shows up, but often the link to your website does not show up. So if you went to, let's say clout, they actually show my Twitter bio with a link to my opt-in, but they don't show that I live in San Diego and they don't show a link to my website. They only show the information in the actual bio on Twitter, but I have a hot link in there so people can go directly to my opt-in. Now, one more thing, Twitter lists, which are really popular when you're browsing Twitter list, the bio is the only thing that shows up for people that are mentioned in the Twitter list. And again, it's clickable. So the website doesn't show up for the person, but if they have a link in their bio that does show up. So you're going to get a lot more traffic for your URL to your opt-in when you include it inside the bio on Twitter and not just in that little section where they ask you to include your website. So that is a great tip, easy to do. It will take you two minutes and you can start driving even more traffic to your opt-in opportunity. And I have one more tip for Twitter when we're talking about growing your email list. There is a really cool tool out there called Click to Tweet. It's one of the simplest tools around right now to help you promote your content on Twitter. So here's how it works. First, you write the message you want everybody else to share for you. So I might write, check out at Amy Porterfield's latest webinar, how to build your email list with social media marketing. And then I might put a link to the actual opt-in page. So that's the tweet I want everybody to share. So you write the tweet in the box on the website, and then you click the generate button to create a custom link. So now you have this custom link that you can copy and paste anywhere on the web. So you can put it on your website, in emails, on Facebook, wherever you want to put this custom link. Now, whoever clicks on that link you just created will have the message automatically added to their Twitter status box. Then all they need to do is click to tweet it out. So see how powerful this might be? Here's how I use it. When people sign up for my webinars, once they sign up, I take them to a thank you page on my website that says, thanks so much for joining my webinar. Here's what you want to do next. You know, make sure you put it in your calendar, show up early, all those great things about webinars. And then I say, if you want to share this webinar with your friends, click here now. They click basically where it says click here now. They just click those words. Their Twitter account pops up. Inside their status update box on Twitter is my message. Hey, Amy Porterfield's having a webinar. Check it out here. 
They click tweet. Now they've just told all their friends about my webinar. Pretty cool, right? Click to tweet is a tool that you cannot live without. It is free. It is easy to use. And there's so many different possibilities that you can use for it. You can put it in your newsletter. Like I said, you can put it in emails. You can put it on your website, wherever you want, but it really does help you share the message on Twitter. So make sure you check out clicktotweet.com. So those are my two tips to help you build your email list on Twitter. Wow, that was a lot to cover in such a short period of time. We finally come to the end of our list building strategies, and hopefully you found some good list building tips you plan to implement for your own business. Now, if you did find some valuable tips in this podcast today, please take a minute to subscribe to the podcast because it will only get better from here. And be sure to share it and tell all your friends about it on Facebook and Twitter and all of your other social media sites. I would truly appreciate the social media love. So thanks again for listening and I can't wait to connect with you again. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.amyporterfield.com.